Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Do not miss these featured posts this week from our Warren Radio episodes on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. If I could praise thee 10,000 times, America's Endangered State of the Union, American Truth and Consequences. You don't want to miss these WIBR Warren Radio shows on warn-usa.com Lord's Merciful Grace Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 74 on Battle Lines Sign of the Times Gospel News Classic Prophecy Global Lawlessness Advocacy End of Days Alpha Omega Fighting God The Kingdom War Part 12 on Sound So Far. And don't miss the Warren Radio episodes from June 21st through June 23rd. Wednesday's Advocacy Show Perilous Times Faith in Christ Occupy Nigeria Global Gospel. Thursday's Isaiah series, His Watchmen Are Blinded, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 177 on Battle Lines. Friday, Sound the Shofar, Grace, Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 1. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising features the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. You can get your copy by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus & Robertson, and the rising ebook can be found on Google Play. And now I welcome in the watchman. You're listening to Warn Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yes. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. You realize July's coming? I do. Faster than I wanted to. I know. You know, they're just 
so many things going on. Yeah, next week will be Independence Day. Yeah. Better and relish that while we can. Yeah, when we've been swamped around here. There's a lot of things that's going on. And uh, you know the thing of it is, I cannot believe. You know we've got April, May, June, three months gone since you know what we classify as spring. You know. Oh, now we're into summer. And you know, for us here. We've been having a lot of the supercell uh, storms coming across. I mean, hail, rain like you wouldn't believe in sheets, flood watches, flooding. There's been plenty right, right here in town. And so, man, you can just see everything ramping up, you know. I mean, if you look at all the signs, you know, America... And the way our society is and the way the world is and how you have all this wokeness and everything, just everything. You can look at the signs. You know, it, it is evident there, there, there are issues in this world and, and there is shaking going on. And the Lord God is right in the middle of it. And... Uh, I've been running across, though, a number of preachers that are on fire telling people to prepare their hearts because the Lord's coming. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, they're starting to come out, stand and, out. And we also have, have heard from our ministry, ministry friends, um, and uh, we have some of their latest stuff we're going to do next week. But, uh, it's exciting what's going on, what the Lord is doing. He's moving. You know, and that is so true. Because a lot of these, every, everywhere you look, um, you know, in America, of course, we see so many things that are opposite. You know, because, you know, and I think that's because of the news. I think you're right. You know, the and it's because of all this... Uh, Internet and everything else, you know, it just flows, the wickedness does. But, you know, there's, uh, and I forgot which city it was, but there was a huge Christian rally. And there, there was videos of them going right down the middle of the street, you In know, America? Praising, praising God, yeah. Well, that's good. And so there's a lot of that stuff you don't see, you know. Because well, the news isn't going to report on that kind of stuff. Well, they're not going to. Matter of fact, today I seen some that were talking about keeping Christians off of social media altogether. See, yeah. because for some reason they think that they have the right to this and we don't. But see, over in if you go on over to India and you get into Pakistan, you get into China, you get into North Korea, that's the way they act. You know, Christianity and Christians don't have any rights whatsoever, and and I've uh, I was I've talked to Tower many many times about this, and uh, you know we know that one of these days America is going to try to uh, close down uh, Christianity altogether, and it's hard to believe, but there's also a lot of things happening right now in America, and if you're a Christian today. Don't be afraid to speak out. Um, we've been maintaining our websites for many, 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 many years. And uh, you can go over there and you can get a lot of different solid biblical teachings and preparation for the end of days. Uh, so don't forget to go on over to warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Now, up front, we're going to do the fourth estate. The Fourth Estate, you may not have ever heard of it, but it, it, it comes, it, it is, uh, been around for a long time. And the article is Fake News, The Fourth Estate and Deception. And the Fourth Estate, you know, the question is, have you heard of it? 
be sure that uh, with fake news today, you may not have heard it. They may not even know about the fourth estate, but it is a term, and it is related to things that are definitely um, something that you need to know about. Our best reality of American fourth estate, and that is today. This is just an example. But the fourth estate is much bigger than you would think it is. If we look out today, we'd see tech power uh, found in digital news websites, social media, and their connection to Hollywood. And, and that came out after the 2016 election Trump was in. And then 2020 came along, and there was cheating in the election. There was a lot of stuff. And see, there's this constant battle between the giants of social media. And, and, and I, I might rephrase this because, uh, and the major left-wing news channels. But see, there, there is a, a battle all right. But make no mistake, the left-wing and others like that actually fight you know, the politics, the religious, and many other aspects that they don't like and they don't agree with. And they will push stuff like what's going on now, the wokeism, you know, and all the stuff that they've been doing. Like this week they had, the, or last week they had the parades and, uh, you know, the parading down the street, the LGBTQ because this is Pride Month. And uh, they had a whole bunch of naked bike riders and all kinds of stuff. They that did the was same just, thing in Canada. Yeah. Walking, parading down the street naked. And so and these are the things. In front of children, which is just abominable. And it what is. is the matter with these parents that they take them, their children, to see this corruption? Well, you know, and then they can find it on social media, too. So even if they miss it on the streets, they can see it there. And then there's all the comic books and various things they have out. So this, this is a kind of a, a revealing of the fourth estate. And see, there's no b doubt about it that, the, that this battle has uh, set up sides. The thwarting of Christian messages, political messages, and news. The liberals have set themselves up as judges in this new fourth estate. Now, it, it doesn't make those who do this the fourth estate. The fourth estate in it is in itself an entire, um, it's almost like it's alive because it is a powerhouse. And, of course, we found out about the banning of individuals. And even now, uh, YouTube continues to ban people. Uh, they banned uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in one of his videos. They removed it. Uh, there was also another one uh, that put stuff up and they removed. And so this is how they work. And today, um, you know, they're working on a lot of different bills and things. And they're talking about make it to where um, uh, Christians can't even get online. And I do have something for next week. And it is going to be coming from the ACLJ again. Now, we covered the ACLJ last week with some important stuff. And now again, we have more important stuff. And all this has to do with the ability of others to speak out while the fourth estate being the media, the reporters, and every device they use to control uh you know, what is being talked about and covering up the other things they don't like. You know, and all this fake news tower and all this fighting over the news, you, you know, and wanting to stop Christians from even being on the news because they don't like the message. They don't like Christians. Yeah, they, they don't, don't like them praising God. They don't like them mention Jesus Christ. They don't want to be convicted. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so indifference to them and everybody else. Praise you, Lord God. 
Amen. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Jesus. Blessed be our God and Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let this ring out over the microphone and let them hear, whether they like it or not, for the glory of the Lord is going to shine through. And the truth of what is coming shall be revealed. But for many, it'll be too late. Awaken, you who sleep. Awaken, you who are dead in your sins. And be saved, for the Lord God has sent his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for your sins and mine. For all who would receive him and walk in his ways. Be awakened, ye children of men. Be awakened. Glory to the Lord our God and Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Blessed art thou, O Lord God. Blessed be thy spirit and blessed be the word of God. Let the light shine of God brightly through his servants. Because one day the light of Yahshua will come streaking through the sky. And you will not be able to stop him. Let every Christian say amen. Let every one of them recognize we know the truth. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So when I was growing up, many times I'd go to the farm and I would help my grandfather take care of things. And, of course, we had a routine. And, you know, it started before the sun came up. And you were milking cows shortly after you got up. But one thing that we did was after dinner, we would sit down and watch the 30-minute national news broadcast that came over one of the local stations, which happened to be from a station probably, oh man, it was cross-country, it's quite a ways. It's probably about 70, 80, 90 miles away. And it's the only one Grandpa had. And he had rabbit ears on the thing. To get the signal. Yeah. And it was a black and white TV. And it had one little speaker in the front. And we would sit in the living room. And uh, we would watch that for 30 minutes. Now, you see, at the time, no one thought of the press being dishonest in their coverage. We didn't even think about that. Yet, since America's inception, deceit in America was a tool to use to achieve your goals. And, of course, this is what the fourth estate really is. The fourth estate is that power of the news, the media, and other entities that is used by the government to get their views across. Now sometimes the fourth estate unites together to fight a common cause, like they're doing against Trump. And so you see the fourth estate clearly. So if you want to know more about the fourth estate, go on over to warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. DanaGlennSmith.com Fake News, The Fourth Estate, and Deception. And you will be able to read that, understand what the Fourth Estate is, and you should recognize it. The Fourth Estate. And you can actually find the Fourth Estate online, you know, information about it. Which is kind of interesting. Now another thing we are going to cover here. And Tower, when we go through this, feel free to comment. Uh, The first thing comes to us from persecution.org, which is International Christian Concern. And Jeff King is the president of International Christian Concern. And, of course, he sends out letters to those who um, support him. Um, 
And at the WIBR Warren Radio, uh, we have support that goes out every week, I mean every month. Uh, and uh, that goes out to various nonprofit organizations that are Christian, that are humanitarian, and they work to help the persecuted church. And this is about Naomi, and it's not long because these are short little letters to let you know what is what is happening right now. Last May, he says, we witnessed another attack on, on a village in the De- Democratic Republic of Congo, killing 16 people. Now, we have covered the DRC for I don't know how many times, innumerable. And there's certain places that these um, radical Muslims come after people all the time. One woman who suffered unbelievably during this attack was Naomi. She lost her husband, three of her children, and her home. You know, I wouldn't be feeling very good. Nope. Sure would not. That's very, it's very heartbreaking. With your support, he says, we stepped in to provide Naomi with food and household goods to sustain her in the immediate crisis. More importantly, we gave her the resources to start her own business so that she can support herself and her surviving children in the future. And she said, first, we thank God for keeping us alive. We have every reason to complain, but God is faithful. Now, you know, I, when I read that, I my heart goes out. Yes, it does. You know, I mean, <laughs> look what you lost. We have every reason to complain. But yeah. God's faithful. Amen. Second, we thank you for doing us such a great favor, she says. Many had promised to assist us, but you are the only one who came through. Thank you for helping us stand with believers like Naomi in their greatest time of greatest need. Now see, at the WIBR, we are an advocate for the persecuted church. And we openly support the International Christian Concern and Jeff King and all those that work with them. And they don't pay me to say this. They don't, you know, all the stuff that we give does not come out of any support uh, from the ministry. This comes out of, uh, from Tower and I. And we give this out. And we're so grateful to see, you know, in the midst of all, and there's so much of this tower. The needs are just seem overwhelming to me. They're astronomical. The tragedies and the crisis going on. Yeah, and I feel for this woman, and I feel for so many. We've read so many stories, and I, I urge you to listen to the shows that we do and seek out you know, somebody like International Christian Concern or Barnabas Aid, there's many of them. You can always go to our website, send us an email, and ask for a list of, you know, a few to help you decide. And we'd be glad to do that. You know, we're, we're here to advocate, to tell you that God is alive and that Naomi, although she went through a bad thing, with the help of Christians, with the help of this organization, just one among many, many, we're able to make a dent in what the devil is doing. We're able to help heal. And at the same time, the numbers of Christians that are being helped, the number of people who are getting saved and delivered and miracles happen, continue to come in all the time and so this is very important for you to understand no matter where you where you are tonight 
you know, God is real and he is working in the hearts of people. Amen. Thank now, you, Lord. Now, another one we want to talk about. Do you want to read this or do you want me to? Go ahead if you do. No, go ahead. Uh, urgent aid for Ukrainian uh, Christians. And now this is the Kakovaka uh, dam flooding, which we talked about. Everybody was talking about that. What uh, happened? I missed that. Okay. It collapsed on Tuesday, June 6th. And surging waters hit hundreds of towns and village in Kherson, Ukraine. Houses close to the dam are completely submerged, destroying everything. Hundreds of towns and villages there have been evacuated following the flooding after the dam collapsed on Tuesday, June 6th. That's horrible. A million of the Ukrainian Christians have endured immense suffering caused by the war. Of course, this is because of Russia. Countless numbers have already sought refuge in other countries or other regions of Ukraine. Now thousands more have been forced from their homes due to the catastrophic flooding. Hundreds of thousands now have nothing but the clothes they were wearing to evacuate. And with the conflict creating shortages of food and medicine throughout Ukraine, those affected are vulnerable and in great need. So to make it short, Ukraine, the, our brothers and sisters there, need food, clothing, and shelter to survive. And safe drinking waters in short supply. You know, as if they didn't have enough going on. Yeah. With the war and now this. That's just horrible. And this comes from BarnabasAid.org, a very good organization. And they're continuing to provide hope and practical aid to Christians in Ukraine. And he says, we praise the Lord. He has given us chan channels to send help to our Christian brothers and sisters. And that's, that's important to have channels, Tower. Yes, it is. You know. And so your support has enabled us to keep helping suffering Christians in Ukraine providing food, medicine, clothes, and other supplies. Thank you for helping. Thank you for everything you do for helping the people from Ukraine. So, yeah. I put these two up there because, number one, they come in straight from the field, from the office. And these are perilous times. So be praying for your brothers and sisters in Christ. And find you a Christian humanitarian organization with uh, proof, physical proof, that they are doing what they say they're doing. And that they can get the job done. So these have been a couple of stories. Barnabas Aid and persecution.org, International Christian Concern. Just two of many, both of them are good organizations. We recommend them highly. Because I'll tell you, America, that could be you. Why, that's for sure. And So at any rate, are you ready on yours? Yes, this is... More from Nigeria. Nigeria, persecution of Christians. And this comes to us from Mission Network News Online. So, Mission Network News Online.org. I believe it's MNNOnline.org. So, Nigeria's new president, Bolo Tenyabu. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing his name right, took office recently, and he has his work cut out for him. Tenyabu only won 37% of the vote, the lowest of any Nigerian president since the military relinquished power in 1999. Yet 
Tenyabu says he is committed to uniting a deeply divided population. America's largest pop, or, sorry, Africa's largest populated nation is indeed deeply divided, with a Muslim majority in the north and Christian majority to the south. More and more Christians are fleeing the north as attacks continue from extreme Muslim groups like Boko Haram and Boko Haram and the Fulani herdsmen. Nigerian Christians in particular are cautious to see how Tenyabu will tackle the issues of Islamic extremism and attacks on Christians. Greg Kelly with World Mission says the, the Muslims, although primarily concentrated in the northern part, really control that country. They are in the most influential places politically speaking, and so obviously it's scary. Christians are concerned because they feel like they've been living in a country that has essentially had zero accountability. Twelve of Nigeria's 36 states have Sharia law and blasphemy cases and used as a cudgel on minority Christians in those areas. The reality is much of the things are taken out care of outside of the limelight, says Kelly. The people who are being accused don't have the resources, maybe even to have an attorney or any kind of representation. So that's happening in the courts. But I think the worst matter is the ruling by public opinion and what I refer to as mob rule. The mobs are emboldened by the government looking the other way. And perhaps one of the most disturbing examples of recent blasphemy accusations comes from one year ago. Deborah Emanuel, a female student at Shihu Shigari College of Education, asked her fellow students not to post religious content on their academic WhatsApp group. After the innocuous request, Kelly says that Emmanuel was accused by her classmates of blasphemy and she was set on fire. Emmanuel died in the attack by Islamic students over her apparent blasphemy. The one-year anniversary of her death was May 12th and her killers still have not been brought to justice. You know, that's really a shame. It is. That is just wrong. And Kelly continues, it's just mobs being activated. That, to me, is the scariest aspect of where the blasphemy law is going. And, of course, time will tell um, if the newly elected President Tenabu, how much um, attention he will give to these blasphemy accusations and resulting violence. And how will he handle Muslim extremists moving forward? Extremism. The Christian community is literally just on their knees. They're pleading and begging the world to take notice, to come to their defense, to come to their aid, says Kelly. No matter how justice and political policies are directed in Nigeria, God is still moving through the global body of Christ. Oh, I just hate that going on. I do too, but this is Nigeria, and, and Nigeria is one of the worst. And, uh, you know, when I first, uh, you know, a number of years ago, Jonathan Goodluck Johnson was in uh, president of Nigeria, and then another one came along, and... Uh, his name escapes me right now. Oh, you know, and they keep getting think. these guys. But nobody... And Jonathan Goodluck Johnson wanted to do do good. He was a Christian. But he didn't get the job done either. And so... The real issue is... The governments of men don't seem to care. They don't address it. They might put up, like America does, a watch list, and they might make a few policy changes, 
but nothing changes. No country wants to send their troops to get bogged down in a war, you know, that is none of their business. But the issue is, is that unless we deal with these radicals, you're going to have this. Unfortunately. Yeah. Now we're at another one, Global Gospel, Global World. The WIBR Warren Radio is vitally aware of the work of Child Evangelism Fellowship. At a time when the world seems to be targeting youth of all nations and nationalities, the need for support, help, and the gospel has never been greater. Amen. And now that's a policy statement of the WIBR Warren Radio. This is via Christian Newswire Child Evangel- Evangelism Fellowship at christiannewswire.org. And a lot of these will put their news and public statements on various Christian news sites. Child Evangelism Fellowship, which is, you know, it, it, it used to be an amazing ministry, and it still is. I haven't had much to do with it, but I know of it very much. One of the world's leading child evangelism organizations, and they're reemphasizing their commit commitment to the Great Commission, and they have new goals. And they have been commissioned and called by God to make it their highest priority to present the gospel so children may be discipled in God's word. That's great. I I pray God. Pray to God they will accomplish that. And you know, Tower, look what they're doing with the kids in America. You know, even the devil knows if you can get kids young, they're going to believe whatever you tell them. Yeah. And the people that are doing this to these kids in America are not nice. Matter of fact, they are they're, not. they're out and out wicked. And they're corrupt. And they're set out, set out to destroy our children. So... The CEF is committed to reaching 26.5 million children. And that's this year, in 2023. Wow. They want to minister to 100 million children each year globally with the gospel in the near future. Now, now, did you get that, 100 million? Yeah. Well, this is a big organization. Child, Child Evangelism Fellowship is all over the world. They want to increase the number of good news clubs which already serve children in 3,500 American public schools. And they want to train hundreds of thousands of adults worldwide to reach more children for Christ. Oh, pray that it be so. Now their statement is, these goals might seem bold or impossible, but we are already sharing Christ with nearly 20 million children every year, says Moses Esteves, Executive Vice President of Child Evangelism Fellowship. Now you can go there at cefonline.com. What may seem impossible to man is attainable with God, he says, for whom nothing is impossible. Amen. That's right. Amen. Thank you. And so we admonish you to pay attention to the Child Evangelism Fellowship. You could go to cefonline.com. It was founded in 1937, and they established good news clubs around the world. And uh, last year alone, they worked with more than 19.5 million children, and in 2022, more than 439,000 teachers were trained around the world. That's exciting. That's amazing. So there's a lot of stuff. You can go over their websites, check it out. But this is how we reach the world, folks. We don't reach them with guns. We reach them with love and faith. And we get the kids. 
and we train them what is right and proper. We teach them about the Lord God. That's right. Amen. Now this one here comes more via MorningStarNews.org. And they had an article up about the Reverend Charles Anomoli Igichi. I can't even pronounce this because it's in their uh, Nigerian. I would uh, just call him the Reverend Charles. Yeah, the Reverend Charles. That's he sad. was killed on June 7th, 2023. And, uh, you know, this stuff is there. Three, is, three is just, weeks ago. That's raw. That's fresh. Yeah. It is tragic. so sad because see these leaders don't grow on trees and the enemy knows it and he drove uh, to a particular area Benin and uh, according to the archdiocese the archbishop of the archdiocese there in Benin so he was and uh, Reverend Charles had been ordained less than two years, so he was a, a newbie. A young man. Yeah, a young man. And that's the kind you need. He was vice principal of St. Michael College. And uh, now, according to the Archbishop of the. Uh, Archdiocese of Benin. He said, with great shock, we received the news this morning that he was shot on his way back to his place of assignment on the 7th of June, 2023. His remains were found by Boundary Street. He was killed by gunmen as they riddled his body with bullets. Oh. After they shot him in the back, his body was found after they killed him. Of course, this is a Catholic priest. But I don't care whether he's a Catholic priest or not. He lost his life working in a ministry to help people. Yeah. Serving the Lord. Last year, 39 Catholic priests were killed and 30 kidnapped in Nigeria. Now, see, many years ago, we were covering the war in Iraq and a number of other things. And there was a lot of people that were slaughtered. And we were covering, you know, even when ISIS was going through the land in the Middle East. It, it was horrible to report on. And we got first-hand reports all the time. And there comes a time when you want to say enough is enough. Yes, amen. And the thing of it is, folks, we're not not even to the end yet. And it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. So buckle your spiritual seat belts. Get yourself situated and ready. Are you ready? Mm. Yes. This is a good story. I I like this story of faith. It's um, America who believed in God. And this story comes to us from GodReports.com. And it's about the founder of Quaker Oats. He, he overcame tuberculosis and devoted his life to God. Yeah, that's a good story. It is. Henry Parsons Crowell. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. Henry was only nine years old when his father died, but money had been wisely set aside to provide support for his upbringing. The day after his father's memorial service, Henry met with the officiating pastor and prayed to receive Jesus as his Lord and Savior. 
After attending a Christian prep school, Henry wanted to attend Yale, but he contracted the same disease that killed his father, tuberculosis, also known as TB. As his health faltered, Henry went to hear the noted evangelist Dwight L. Moody and was struck by his challenging words. This world yet this world has yet to see what God can do with and for and through and in a man who is fully and wholly committed consecrated to him. Will you be that man? Will you be one of those men? Is your God worthy of such a commitment? Henry's health deteriorated to the point that he was often bedridden. He began to study the Bible and was struck by the number of times the Bible mentions the number 7. Job 5.19 particularly resonated with Henry. He shall drive you in he shall deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven there shall be no evil touch you. Henry prayed into this promise, trusting that he would find healing for his lung disease after six years. But as his condition worsened, his doctors advised him to move to a better climate. Henry traveled west and met up with a companion. Together they rode on horseback through deserts, climbed mountains, and impressed the locals with their stamina and resolution. Miraculously, Henry's health was restored in seven years, and he embarked on a lifelong journey, combining his deeply held faith and business. In my life, I can always be, if my life can always be lived so as to please him in every way, I'll be supremely happy, he said. At 26, Crowell acquired the bankrupt Quaker Mills Company near Ravenna, Ohio, and renamed it simply Quaker Oats, retaining the name of the Religious Society of Friends because of their reputation for honesty and integrity. He decided to package oats in attractive, colorful round boxes for individual sales instead of barrels in general stores. He was one of the first to advertise directly to housewives who responded overwhelmingly, making Quaker Oats hugely successful. He pioneered the use of celebrity testimonials and endorsements to prove prove value. Henry also invented contests and prizes requiring the mailing of a box top and did market testing and provided a heavy stream of sample products to give away at fairs, train stations, ball games, and other places where crowds convened. According to the Christian Business Daily, his confidence in his God and his product enabled him to give his product away and the returns were supernatural. That is a great story. It is. And you can read more by going to godreports.com. It's a good website. has a lot of stuff on it. Well, you know, we grew up to Quaker Oats. We did. I remember those round boxes. Me too. I think they still have them. I don't know. I don't buy them anymore. And they make the best oatmeal cookies on earth. Oh, yes, they did. Oatmeal raisin. Oatmeal raisin. I was going to say raisin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the America that we know. Yes. You know, when I was growing up, there was a golden rule where we lived. And the guy that did the golden rule, that's how he ran his business. J.C. Penney. Was that the one who started the golden rule? And then it became J.C. Penney. Who? Um, the Golden Rule, wasn't that started by J.C. Penney? Well, no, J.C. Penney was started by J.C. Penney. Is... I remember, I thought he had a connection with the Golden Rule. I don't know. I don't know. But see, we had a Golden Rule. We had a, a J.C. Penney. And... You know, these men were quite successful, and they were Christians. 
It amazes me. Mm-hmm. It really does. And when I see the way people act on social media and in their states and as they protest on the streets, you know, I am unimpressed. You know, I look at that and I say, you know, that is not America. Nope. Hey. That is flat out corruption. Hey, hey, Dana. And flat out pride. Yes, it is. So can I add this in? Yeah. James Cash Penny, also known as J.C. Penny, who founded on April 14th, 1902. Let's see. Oh, J.C. Penny was founded on April 14th, 1902 by James Cash Penny when he and two partners opened the Golden Rule dry goods store in the town of Kemmerer, Wyoming. Now, isn't that interesting? Yeah, I knew about him. I thought that he had started that, the golden rule. But anyway, that's interesting, so I just wanted to I throw that in. I remember reading that a long time ago. Yeah. Well, you can't find stores like that. Not anymore. So... We're, uh, where are we at now? I was so busy with that Miraculous one. Gospel Revelation. Yeah, that's where I thought. Do we have time for it? Yeah, we do. Okay. You know, this is about missionaries. Uh, two Assembly of God missionaries. Now, I really took notice with this. Because Tower and I have known a lot of Assembly of God missionaries and pastors. I graduated from a Assembly of God affiliated uh, college in ministry. We went into the ministry, and I was a, a you know a minister of the Assemblies of God. So I know about their missions and their ministries. And they were sharing, these two uh, missionaries were sharing first-hand testimonies of Muslims coming to the Christian faith after encountering Jesus Christ in their dreams. Now you see, they're not the only ones. We get these kind of reports all the time. And this, this is what amazes me. You know. And today I had two more reports about this come in, uh, about this type of thing. And, you know, I don't think people realize how much the Lord is moving. I don't think so either. And so these missionaries are saying that God is answering the prayers of Christians who are praying for Muslims. That's good. These two missionaries admit any Islamic country is a dangerous place for a Christian. And there are few opportunities for open evangelism. But they report Muslims are meeting Jesus in their dreams and converting to Christianity at an alarming rate. Good. That's exciting. Thank yeah, you, it Lord. Is. I would even say it's the normal experience, he said. It would be accurate to say that Muslims are responding to Jesus in levels we have never seen, not in 1,400 years. Wow. Dreams are contributing to revelation, as in assurance, the process of evangelism and conversion. So many Muslims reject Islam, but know that to follow Jesus will cost them everything. Dreams of Jesus encourage them along the way and give them the comfort that Jesus will be with them though it costs them everything to follow him. Bradford shared that he was, we don't have much time here, but he was a Muslim country meeting with church leaders. And when he was talking to them, one of the leaders shared the testimony of a woman who had a dream where she saw Jesus. Uh, she left the Muslim faith, but she was full of hatred and suspicion of Christians. 
and she asked God for help. One night she had a dream where she saw a shepherd walking about an empty tomb with a staff. The shepherd, uh, shepherd walked around a few times and he headed directly towards the woman. He had a loaf of bread in his hands which he broke and offered to her and as he did he said take eat this is my body. And he said that the woman didn't knew nothing about the Bible and woke up and contacted a person who she knew was a, question, a Christian and he showed her in the Bible where Jesus said those very words. The woman accepted Jesus as her savior <laughs> and continues to serve him to this day. That's good. Thank you, Lord. Oh, this is... <laughs> you know, I, I chuckle when, when I read these. It just... You know, feel good. You you know, you look at that and you see all the corruption and all the stuff going on. You can't look at all that. You've got to look to the Lord and understand He can and He will. He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings and He will make a way. You know, Tower, I, I think reading these, you know, that just... And there's a lot it, more to just, the story, but... It's encouraging yeah. and it's exciting to see yeah. that, knowing that even though we hear all these terrible things the Muslims are doing and other people are doing, there is still hope for them. Now you can go over to CBN News and look for the article, Missionaries Report Muslims Meeting Jesus in the Dreams. Uh, so you can look for that, go over to CBN.com and you'll find it, you can do a search for it and find it there. And uh, we thank God for moving like this. It, you know, it's it just... When you see Americans having trouble, denying the faith of America and everything, and watching politicians destroy this country, it's good to know that there's one thing that isn't being destroyed, and that's our faith, our Lord, and our reward and the ability to deliver those who do not know him. Amen. So with that, we're going to say goodbye, but we got a few minutes, Tower, so go ahead. Okay. Well, we want to thank you, everyone, for joining us whenever you do. We love you. We appreciate you. We're very thankful for you and thankful for all that you do for the kingdom of God. And... We love you. We always hope the best for you. We pray for you. Pray for your brethren around the world. And pray for us. And we thank you. Stay safe and be careful. Good night, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to go over to our websites. And in case you forgot, you're listening to the WIBR. Warren Radio. And our websites are DanaGlennSmith.com, that's the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research, and Warren-USA.com. Go on over there, read the articles, check things out, you can leave us message. But know this, that we pray that God will bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and, and may you have peace and joy and love in your heart. May you understand how much God loves you and that he died on the cross to redeem you. So give everything to him. Don't worry. And even if you do worry a little, pray it out and seek the Lord and he will grant you comfort. Because without him, none of us can do anything. We're all sinners saved by grace. But make no mistake, God has given us tremendous power in his word and in his name. And we can cast out demons, we can rebuke and bind and many other things thanks to our God and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We will win. So join the WIBR Warren Radio. Go to our websites. Send us a message. Say hi. Till next time. Shalom, everybody.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.